Hey, everybody, it's Andrea. Before we start today's show, I have a super quick announcement to share with you. In May, my College to Career Academy will hold a series of live weekend boot camps to help graduating seniors as well as juniors who are confused about what jobs and careers they might want to pursue when they graduate. So imagine going from confused to confident with at least three different career options you'd be psyched to explore by the end of day one of the boot camp, and then learning the tools, tactics, and the strategies to find those jobs by the end of day two. The boot camp is live, and it's led by me over Zoom, and you can learn more about it at College to Career Academy. That's college, the number two, career dot academy. Or you can just look me up on LinkedIn and check out the featured section of my LinkedIn page. I can't imagine a better graduation gift for the college students in your life. Thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy my next incredible guest. Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Madeline Mann. As I alluded to in the introduction, Madeline has a, another course about finding your glory in your story to develop a story toolbox because, as she says, people get jobs from telling epic stories. So, Madeline Mann, I want to flashback to when you were in college. You went to the University of California in beautiful San Diego. And you graduated magna cum laude in psychology. Did you know what you were going to do with that degree when you graduated? I did. Yes. I had talked to over 50 different professionals who all had psychology degrees to figure out what the heck they did with it. And then I narrowed down the jobs that I was interested in. And I ultimately ended up choosing human resources by the age of 21. So I was on the fast track, but I worked really hard at it. Like I said, it was not age 10. I said, I'm going to be a journalist and just followed that. No, I really, I really thought, okay, let me find a job where the number of positions are increasing year over year, where the income will fit the lifestyle I hope to lead. And that plays to my strengths and values. And it was a lot of dead ends. But I ultimately ended up finding this career path and being really grateful that I did. And how long did it take you? You said you did 50, I guess, informational interviews. When did you start? I had this moment 
in the middle of my junior year. I had been a communications major for three years and had this moment when I realized when I actually looked into what the job prospects look like, if I was to stay on the college newspaper and continue to be a journalist, I realized that the job prospects were dwindling. And that if I wanted to really have lifestyle, it may not be the best move for me at this point in time. And so I had a little bit of a crisis. I was like, oh, wow, you know, every character on TV is a journalist and I should probably figure out what the heck other jobs are out there. And so I switched my major from communications to psychology and I just talked to a bunch of people. And it was probably over the course of six months where I just really got focused. And then I ended up landing on exactly what I wanted to do next. Such great advice. All right, Madeline, I know this is probably maybe one of your favorite questions to ask in an interview. I'm going to frame it the way I like to ask it, which is, could you share a time in your professional life when you struggled? Maybe like me, you fell flat on your face and got fired as I did twice. But the most important element in this story, Madeline, isn't the fact that you failed. It's how you persevered. And if there was a lesson that you learned in the process. Yeah, I would say that I've had a lot of jobs that were complete dead ends. I had, I worked as, (laughs) I told you I was a communications major and my friend, he got me into a job to be an IT manager as psychology lab. And they interpreted my ability to be a communications major as some sort of like computer person. I think that that's what they interpreted communications to be. So I was woefully underqualified for this job. And I went in there and did my best. Google was my best friend. I was Googling everything, trying to fix hard drive and all that. And one day they just emailed me and just told me to not come back in. And I was heartbroken. It was such a mean way to get rid of someone. Totally. Um, I just wasn't, I wasn't good at it, of course. And there's just so many other moments in my career where I just walked straight into a brick wall, had no idea what I was doing. But the hilarious thing is I learned something from each of them. I even had a job where I was a solicitor where I would have to walk up to people on the street and sell them a spa package. And you can only imagine the volume of rejection I got. And if I got rejected a bunch, and it got me down. And then my ability to sell was really bad. It was pure commission. And so it's just funny, really looking back on, it's not necessarily about us making every job exactly the right one and having that be a reflection of who we are. I, I take all of those you know, failures, you can call them failures, and I use them as ways that I have learned and built myself. The ability to handle rejection is something I've taken for the rest of my life. My ability to just problem solve when I have no idea what's going on and, and you know just figure things out as an IT person has really helped me to just get out of my comfort zone and, and not put labels on myself of like, oh, you're not good at this, you're not good at that. So I think really just reframing your experience in that way and being open to just having some jobs that are flops. Yeah. I love the fact that you were Googling and watching YouTube videos about how to repair computers. That is, I mean, you could have so easily just been like, what the hell is this? I, there's just like no way I can do it, but you had a can do spirit. 
Exactly. And you know, you just, you, you just got to go with it. And in the end, I do think they made the right decision. I was not the right person, but it's really better to have a growth mindset and think, well, why don't I take a job that stretches me? That makes me do a lot more than what I think I'm capable of. And I found that the best moves in my career have done just that. Beautiful. Final question. If you could go back to UC San Diego and do it all over again, but based on the incredible wisdom you have right now, Madeline, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, man, I would say that I really think I think I was good at this, but I think I would even go farther is truly you have no limit on the number of shots you can take as far as going and speaking to that company and trying to get them to hire you or asking for a free ticket to that conference because you're a student and you don't have money to go, but you really want to see that speaker that, that you think is really amazing. Like just take the shot, right? And rejection really isn't, isn't real. Rejection isn't real. If, if you don't ask, it's the same outcome as if you, as you asking and them saying no. So go for it. And I think that when I look at all of my job experience, I've had so many jobs in my life. I've had definitely upwards of 15. But when I look at, you know, the only reason I got enough letters of recommendation for grad school, because I went to UCSD, every lecture hall for psychology is 450 students. So no professor knew the heck I was. The only reason I got one in time after switching my major in my junior year is because I emailed every single psychology professor at UCLA over the summer where I live in Los Angeles. And out of like 26 of them, 25 said, we don't have any room in our lab for you to work. Sorry. And then one of them said, yeah, sure. We have one, we have one spot open in our lab this summer. And that's who I got a letter of recommendation from. So just never really taking things as, as a blocker, never saying, I don't have experience. I don't have any professors who know me. Oh, woe is me. Like, nah, just be bold. When you're a student, also, you get a lot of passes as far as not knowing anything or people, you know, wanting to help you or give you free stuff. So just milk it. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.